The Gadget Podcast is brought to you by Hover.com. Domain registration and management made simple. Use promo code GADGET, G-A-D-G-I-T, and you'll even get 10% off your order. This is the Gadget Podcast, the home of technology and gadget news, views, and opinions. Hey, it's Wayne here again from Gadget with another little snapcast. Um, I've decided that I'm going to cover more old news more often, especially in, in vocal form, because... After my rant yesterday about SOPA being bad for the internet, probably about an hour, two hours after posting it online, the guy that was sponsoring the bill in Congress uh, dropped it, which looks like it came from um, a blog post that the White House put up saying that they wouldn't support overly reaching, or overreaching even, um, bills in that way. So they dropped that like a, a bad egg. And um, SOPA is now dead. I mean, it can always be picked up again in the future. That's, that's obvious. That's their choice. Um, but they'd have to change the wording, at least with Obama in the White House. Um, but it's, it's not over because there was a, a sister uh, bill which is going through the Senate called Protect IP Act, which is basically exactly the same as the SOPA. Um, it, it still offers uh, DNS blocking to foreign websites in the States and... Um, request that search engines, uh, United States-based search engines, remove um, any site which hosts or even links to copyright infringing work, um, which would still be a problem for me because, as I said yesterday, 90% of my audience comes from the United States, and I am a, a European domain name, so uh, .it obviously is Italy. Um, so I could get wiped out from 90% of my audience uh, just for linking to a site which hosts copyright infringing content. Now, I'm not, I'm not a fan of copyright infringement. I'd, I'd like to make that quite clear. I get a lot of complaints uh, through email that I'm obviously a, a fan for piracy because of what I write. It's not that at all. I just believe that going after piracy in the way that they are uh, the, the industry lobbyists, and it's happening all over the world. We just use, in Europe, we use the United States as a template because, well, normally because the United States puts so much pressure on European governments. Um, so if something like SOPA comes in in the United States, it's already there in Spain and um, some other European countries. It looks like it's going to make its way into Italy. France have the Hadoopi rule, which is three strikes and you're out. And the three strikes there are based on the industry, not proof. There is the problem with all of these bills and proposals and laws and legislation is there is very little burden of proof. You don't have to prove that anybody's been hosting or distributing copyrighted content. You just have to prove that, well, and it's not even proof, but you have to prove that their IP address was in some way infringing. And an IP address does not point to a person. Um, if you have Wi-Fi, it could point to anybody that, that has your Wi-Fi password, for instance. So an IP address is not proof of, of you infringing anybody's rights, but this is why it's dangerous, and this is, this is another reason I don't like it. I think instead the industry needs to change their business model. Instead of going up, I mean, go after pirates, but, but do it on an individual basis. And, but instead of focusing so much energy on going after pirates, you should be looking at why there's piracy in such a way and normally and speaking as a Brit I can say this as well 
Normally it's because it's easier for us to get the content illegally than it is to get it legally. And that's, that's not a good thing. Everybody keeps getting hung up on price and saying um, you can't compete with free, uh, piracy basically destroying the industry. I don't believe that for a second. You, yeah, you're always going to have some people that break the law and, and pirate because that's just the way it is. Go after those people. But before you do that, make it easier for us to get what we want. For instance, on American TV shows, we're always, always... Uh, other than the last series of Lost, which is really the only one that comes to mind, and, and a couple of Desperate Housewives, we're normally behind the States by two or three months. And because we're so interconnected now on the internet, we're seeing things on the net, we're seeing all the, you know, we're getting all the promos, we're getting all the adverts, we're getting all the hype for new shows, new movies, new, uh, new music, and we're not getting it for two or three months. And I know it works the other way around as well, because a lot of the stuff that BBC Worldwide put out, they're giving to North America months after it's been in the UK, and the piracy for those shows is higher than shows which are simulcast. Now, I don't see why we need such a big press junket anymore. The internet is your press junket, so you don't need to stagger releases of movies and music and TV shows. You could release them simultaneously around the world, and just... Just that one small change will probably reduce so much piracy. Other than that, look at the distribution mechanism as well. People don't always want to go um, to a shop to buy a DVD. Make it easier for us to stream. And Netflix, brilliant in the UK, it's fantastic, except they have no new movies. The choice is terrible. It's the same with Love Film. Love Film have very few AAA rated titles from the last three or four years. So it's easier for me, because I'm streaming all my old movies, and I'm streaming, especially in the UK, I'm streaming all my TV shows. iPlayer, 4 On Demand, um, ITV Player, Channel 5, Sky, we all, all our major TV companies allow us to stream... A lot of them are live, but, but near live would probably be more fair because some of them aren't live. Five on demand, for example, or demand five as I call it, is not live. But normally within half an hour of a show airing, we can watch it. And normally we can watch it for two weeks. Um, the BBC have some sh uh, TV channels which you can broadcast and watch live. And Sky has stuff you can watch live. So you can actually watch Sky Sports on the go and Sky Movies on the go on your iPhone whilst you're in a traffic jam in a car, why can't we do this with other movies? Why don't the studios release a Warner Brothers app or a Universal app where for a couple of pounds I can stream any movie or for $5.99 a month I can stream their entire back catalogue? Instead of looking at the old-fashioned way of distributing them and punishing people for moving forward, the movie industry's especially the movie industries and the TV industries, need to be looking at the distribution model, I believe, looking at more streaming, web apps, uh, apps for Xbox and PlayStation, apps for phones, apps for tablets, and obviously you know, web streaming, as I said, to supplement their standard model. Not to replace, you can supplement your model with them, and you'll probably reduce piracy... With, with those two measures, with simultaneous releases across the world and with simple streaming, you'll probably reduce piracy by 90%, just instantly. 
And by, by doing that, you'll probably also increase your revenue stream. Okay, I mean, it, it costs money to host stuff on the internet, but since you're charging people a couple of quid a movie to watch it on the internet as well, you should cover your costs and even make more money. So, I know the internet is really fast moving, and I've argued this before on the blog, and I'll probably argue it again, but a 10-year business model does not work in the internet. Anything longer than three is too long. If you look back even three years, in the UK at least, there was no streaming service other than YouTube, and, and they, you know, YouTube doesn't have TV or phone, uh, TV or, or movies at the moment hugely here, oh, especially three years ago. iPlayer was in its infancy, and it's just moved so far that these movie companies and, and music companies and TV companies with their 10-year outlooks and their um, tenure deals, licensing agreements with, with TV companies, they're just, they're too long. They need to shorten their business cycle so they can cope with changes in the internet and capitalize on them. And by capitalizing on those changes, you'll reduce piracy immensely. Um, I really did not prepare to go into that rant, so I'm very sorry. Um, and I'm going to call it quits there. I have remembered the phone number this time. So if you want to have a little rant of your own, you can either email podcast at gadget, that's G-A-D-G dot I-T, um, with, try to keep it below five minutes, but if you overrun a little bit, that's okay. Or if you don't have any way of recording yourself, you can just ring us on 857-3-GADGET. Again, that's G-A-D-G-I-T. That's 857-3-GADGET. And leave a message of three minutes or less, because Google will cut you off if you go over three minutes. I've been Wayne, and you've been listening to another Gadget Snapcast.